Hey, did you guys know that we record this podcast using Anchor? It's an app that you can use to record your podcast and it gives you everything that you need. You have music and sound effects and you can record multiple episodes at once. You can edit them and then publish them later. And then uh, Anchor also distributes your podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So you can have people hear it no matter what app they use to listen. And you can make money from your podcast. So download Anchor, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm anchor to get started. Good morning, um, CGM Lounge. We're live again. Thank, guys, thanks for listening. Of course, I'm Dominique Landry from Common Ground Management. I have one of our very first... Um, clients when we started really getting into formations uh, a few years ago she came and I always like to give people there just do and let them give their introductions and all the titles that they want to put in so again a very close friend of ours one of our first clients uh, Natasha go ahead tell them who you are what you do. Good morning everybody my name is Latasha Cheatham I'm a registered nurse Um, I have my bachelor's in nursing and almost done my master's um headed towards my nurse practitioner um eventually um my doctrines like that's what my goal is um yeah but like dom said i met him oh my god 2014 yeah 14 15 2014 yeah, 15 yeah. <laughs> and um it, it, it's so funny but i started off at that time i was an lpn I just became an LPN, I think. What was I about to transition into RN? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think I was transitioning to RN. Um, yeah, so real quick, I started as a CNA, um, and then I became a licensed practical nurse, and then a registered nurse. And then, you know, like I said, my, my long-term goal is to get my doctorate in nursing. But um, when I met him, I had Bella Scrub Boutique. So yeah. everybody know me by Bella. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really know my real name. So when they just hey, say Bella, Bella, I just be like, hey, hey. <laughs> So, yeah. Um, so I started off Bella Scrub Boutique because there was no, um, and still is not to today, um, it was one person after me. And I don't know if she's still open. I think she's online now and she's doing good. But at the time, I was the only um african-american uh scrub store um in philadelphia period um in the surrounding areas too because they're all usually um foreign or chinese asian Mm -hmm. um indians but no no african-americans and that was really challenging because um to have a scrub store um you can't just get generic scrubs right so you had to get these accounts and stuff so um, because I was the first black-owned um, scrub store, a lot of my contracts wasn't coming right away because right. they wanted to see, hey, let's see if this little black girl can sell. Right. Um, like, we're not putting our merchandise. Even though I was paying for it, they don't care. It's their brand. Right. So we're not we, we're not trusting her with, with our line. We're not trusting her with our brand. We're going to wait and see. Right. So I started um, selling. I got, a, I bought a lot of stuff my, on, my, on my own. Started ho- getting stuff from wholesale places. And then next thing you know, um, I t- I'm telling you, I would go to these people, to these large companies, these brands, and go every almost every week 
um, pitching my my store mm-hmm. so that I can get their their wow. um, contract, and they was not having it. And then one day, they came looking for me. So I guess I I I begin to be the, the, the name started ringing bells. <laughs> Next thing you know, I got freaking Grey's Anatomy. I got Heart and Soul. I got freaking um. Cherokee, I got everybody busting down months? the doors. How many months is that? Now that years? took about a good year. Okay. Um, and they, like I said, they wanted to see if I could, you know, sustain a business. And you know, even going to business itself, it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's not just okay. I'm going to open up. I'm going to rent this place. I'm going to lease it. I'm going to buy it, and then you know, automatically start making money. That yeah. first year was the hardest year, like ever. Now, what I can say is social media and my marketing really, 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 really helped me. Like, that first year, I was on buses. I was on the radio. I had billboards. And after after the year, I mean, even, okay, so I was on the Avenue, Germantown Avenue. Yeah. Right? So, you guys from Philly, you guys know, it's certain parts of Germantown Avenue that don't do really well. Right. Okay? And then it's some that do really well. So the end where Temple is, that end is more, um, how could I say, more busy, more traffic. Right. Because Temple Hospital is there. Right. Then a, a, a lot of stores that have been there for years, okay? So I was um, near Germantown and Lehigh. Right. That end started to decline. Even right. when I um, moved there, um, I basically seen like okay a lot of these stores are closed why you right. know but i said i don't care i'm going to come here and i'm gonna generate some revenue mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um of course when i first opened i went there and i went there at nighttime i'm like because i'm a, i'm a woman at you know yeah and, and and this is philadelphia it's north philadelphia let me make sure i'm safe right so of course it was a little traffic it was a um deli a deli contender across the street so that affected a lot of sales on on that hundred block, um, because it was a lot of people like hanging out, you know, and stuff like that. And then with those stores closing, the traffic wasn't that heavy, okay. But what saved me was um, marketing. Um, that second year, oh my God, it was just like nonstop. So because you're on the avenue, you gotta close at six o'clock. Yeah. Okay, it's 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 just how it is. Um, of course, you own the store and you own the business, so you can close when you want to. But that's when the traffic stops. Right. But I would leave like eight and nine o'clock. I mean, I had nurses. I had um, not just nurses. I had everybody from the healthcare field. Then I started selling dickies, right? And then I started selling chef um. Chef uh, uniforms. I, I just was like, you know, if this is a uniform store, I must just put this section in. And then I was getting all kind of people at this point. Um, I would promote in hospitals, mm-hmm. nursing homes, anywhere it was that somebody wore a uniform. I almost tried to sell kids uniforms, but I didn't want to slow up Mr. Lee. Mr. Lee was across the street. Right. And he had children's uniforms, and I was like, uh, don't I don't want to upset um, the, the, the neighbors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I said, I'm new to the block. They really love me. You know, they would even come and watch my store. Um, they would report things. No, like, that's real. So it was really good. Real. Um, they real. accepted me. That whole community accepted me. Then right next door, it was an um, a older gentleman who had a store there for about 25 years. Mm-hmm. 
okay and he was always telling me you know bella is so slow then i will get so much traffic he like oh my god bella what are you selling in here right so i also in that time i said listen i need to create an item that's going to sell the most right mm -hmm. so one day the store was a little slow i think it was like a monday or something and i started playing around with some stethoscopes i started bedazzling them right and then next thing you know they start popping i put them on social media they took off okay i put them on facebook and it just went to another level it went like viral right so i was getting so many orders that i had to hire extra help now mind you i was making them by myself right, right? i didn't have no manufacturer i just had my two hands and like they went for a hundred dollars a, a scope mm -hmm. okay um but i was just hustling backwards a little bit because think about it i was branding um someone else's brand right i was making someone else's brand more attractive right right, right. so i was putting this the um jewels on like lipman's and lipman is like a top of the line like stethoscope mm -hmm. and then i was doing like mdf which is a little under um lipman and then like no no name brands mm -hmm. but everybody wanted them because it was lipman or mdf or whatever and then i'm like wait once I build enough money, I'm going to create my own stethoscope. Right. I'm going to work with manufacturers until I get the right thing. So I would um, call a few manufacturers. They'll send me prototypes. And that was so expensive because um, I'm a nurse. So I know what how it's supposed to sound, how it's supposed to look. Um, so basically, I was just like, like, okay. So I created my own scope and then um the store shut down so like after the fourth like the three and a half four years it just was so slow like even though i was doing what i was supposed to do mm -hmm. it wasn't balancing out so i was like i'm gonna just put it online completely yeah. um i was getting sales at this point from all over the world like i mean once i sold a, a scope in indonesia I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> then I, I sold scopes in Africa, London. So right now, I still get those sales. Right. Right? But I said, no, this this is not it. I need something more right. sustainable. So let me use my nursing background and get into this home health care agency business. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, I had this store, but I still was working. I'm a nurse. Mm -hmm. So I was basically running a few companies that I was working for, like running them. Mm -hmm. They were not owned by healthcare workers, no nurses, no nursing background. They was actually accountants. And um, one was accountant and the other one, I don't know what they did, but I was like the main nurse going out to these patient homes, right. doing their assessments, doing billing, their freaking um, everything that you can do. I was doing it right. already, you know, so I had that, that home care background for a very long time, like maybe eight years because I always did um, home health care. You know what? Let me just say this. Um, working in home health care prior to me starting a business mm -hmm. was the best move I ever made because I already knew the inside. Right. So it wasn't just monetary. Right. right? right. And then um, I know how to I knew how to like do everything before I got into the business. And that's what helped our business grow. Right. OK. Um, so, yes, um, the home health care agency 
it's getting it's like really popular right now yeah. and it's it's always been popular it's just that us um we have tapped into it like anything else like you know i mean you were one of the first though to, right i know to do what we do we kind of get to see what's trending in our region right. and across the country i mean but when you came and did it you was like the first person that registered with us and then the next like 16 months later it was like, a, had brother. A, a bunch of people doing it <laughs> right but you was so, one I mean, of the first you know what it is though because social media and um everything else make everything look so easy mm-hmm. and attainable mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so so people even even me um i got in the business of home care prior to business is because it was easy to schedule I was a student. I already had Bella Scrub Boutique, right? right, right. And you can kind of make your own schedule if, versus going into the hospital and the nursing home and actually having a clock in right. and being stationary. With home health care, you can go to one client house, then the next one, then the next one. Then you can go to class and yeah. then go to another one. Right. Then you can go to Bella Scrub Boutique, make sure your workers is doing what they can do, yeah. and then go to another one. Yeah. So it's, it was a hustle. You know, um, but also I gained a lot of knowledge hustling. Right. And that's the key. I think what you, and just to kind of recap what she was talking about, guys, she's already in the industry, right? So she, her first thing was, let me get into retail with the scrubs. I know it's a need. I know there's a need for African-American women or and males that are in the nursing industry to go somewhere they can get scrubs, stethoscopes, things like that. But then she also saw... Hey, there's another gap, and it's the, I'm a, I'm doing services for people that aren't even health professionals. They're like exactly. accountants. Exactly. I know the business because I've been working for them. Now let me let me dive over here. So all she did was just go up the chain in her industry that she already had a lot of knowledge in, so she can maximize her expertise, but also kind of break off from something that like she, it was almost like grad school like working for that absolutely that home care agency. so people that say like oh i got a job i'm working for the man i'm doing this if you look at it that way it's gonna seem glass half full but if you take if you stop and look at it as like this job is teaching me something i'm getting paid to like learn i'm getting that, paid to invest in my own stuff now yes, you have yes, yes. a different perspective but then take it take it like this too Take it like an internship, even though you're getting paid. Like, even when I was a CNA, right? Because I was a CNA, when I became a nurse, it was so easy, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have some new nurses who never even worked in healthcare and, and... when the like a light come on or you um, a patient needs help, they're like, go get the CNA, go get the CNA. No, you are a nurse. You right. are the first person to take care of that patient. It's no chain of command when when the patient um, needs something. Need something. <laughs> it's like, oh no, let me go get the aid. No, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna make sure the aid is clean, right. dry. Um, if they're hungry, I'm gonna make sure they eat. So that's the same thing with home health care. You know, since we already had the knowledge of the actual home health um, portion and the home care portion, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. You know, one day I laid in the bed and I just was like, something like literally turned on, Mm -hmm. like a light clicked. And I was like, oh, no, it's time to open up an agency. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, I partnered with somebody. I started getting the paperwork together. And we were literally leaning in towards, we was almost um, done all of the nursing paperwork and it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, with choosing a partner, you got to make sure that both of your lives even have a, a, 
Woo. a medium. Like, it's Sunday. Oh she gonna preach. God. She gonna preach. No, on I'm it. saying like me and my partner are me and my old partner are still really good friends. Let me just say that. So, um, it's no beef. It's no nothing. So when you choose a partner, you gotta make sure that your lives balance. Even if y'all don't have the same thing, it is not going to work if you guys don't come to some type of medium. Like, okay, the yin and yang effect, okay? It has to balance each other out, right? And it didn't work because our schedules didn't work, right? No point intended. It didn't work because our schedules didn't work. But I didn't give up on it, and neither did she. Right. No. Right? And so later on, she opened her agency, which is right now open today. Like, right. she just had a grand opening, yeah. right? And I totally support her, just like she totally support me. But I still didn't give up. I um, met my new partner, right? I met her at a nursing home that I was working with, where I became a CNA at, right. an LPN at, and an RN at. So, you know, I was there for quite some time, right? <laughs> Because I always was hustling. Right. So I met her. She was a CNA at the time. And then I was an LPN. And her work ethic was just amazing. Yeah. Right? Then she had one kid like me. Right? Her kid was older. My kid is older. So it was like, okay, let me go to her ex. Mind you, her work ethic was crazy, too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just needed to give her an additional push. Right? So after I graduated and became a nurse... I was like, listen, you need to go to nursing school. I'm going to do it, Tosh. I got it. I'm going to do it. Then next thing you know, she became a nurse. So then I'm like, it's She's time. She's ready. She's ready. I said, it's time. Yeah. And then, I mean, we just, it just clicked. Right. And we, we started the agency. Actually, we were open a year before we were actually open. Mm -hmm. So the people didn't know we were open. Okay, but we knew we were open because right. we wasn't making no money yet. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so that first year, um, which was it, 2016? Yeah, 16. Oh, God. Yeah. So 2016, we were open for a whole year and didn't, like, make any money yet. But we was doing application. We did the application. Boom. Then we did the second piece, mm -hmm. how we get paid. Mm -hmm. Boom. Okay, now we're working. So we were um, basically our nurses for our clients we were their aides we mm -hmm. were their nurses because we didn't have any no money for no, real for real for sure. to staff um the payroll um we were nurses so we had that income too right but it was just smarter to basically work those patients until we basically absolutely got money so like i said from 16 16 to 17 we were um basically um 16 to 17, we were open for a year, but our money didn't start rolling into 17. 17. And guys, I, I mean, she, the thing, the reason why we bring on certain people is not because of like uh, favoritism or anything like that. We bring on people that can really give you guys like keen insight. So she's been in business five, six years already. So she's been seeing a lot. Things change every day, but one of the things she just said was, everybody's going to want to be a part of a good idea. So, hey, I got an idea. We can do this thing. It's lucrative. Everybody's going to be like, that's exciting. Let me get a part. Let me be a part of that. The, what um, Natasha just mentioned, though, and full disclosure, we work with both of them. We're, we're friends with both uh, her and her former partner, and we help both of them. So there's not any, like she said, there's not any anything 
wrong with the scenario, but what, what happens in partnerships is you got to look outside of the business and say, hey, do our lives match? Does this right. match? And, and a lot of people skip that step. And let me just say this, too. We became partners. Um, we, we met actually on social media, mm-hmm. right? And she's a nurse, too. So we, we already had a common bond, right? right? And then also I, when I opened up Bella Scrub Boutique, and I had my uh, line going on. She had a line going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I have a store. You don't have a store. Put your product in here. Mm-hmm. And she had actually put her product in the store and it was selling. Yeah. You know, and then she made money and I made money. Yeah. See, that's the, and that's the, the issue too here. Um, I, it's not just in Philadelphia, but it's here like a lot. They think that, um, um, okay, we can't help each other win. Or if if she get bigger than me, then maybe, you know, um, she go before me, then like it's not no competition. No, you know not, what I'm saying? And that's that's what people fail to realize. Or if they see you not partners anymore, they believe you're not friends anymore. And that's not, not that's not the case. It's business and I think because because our community is so new to a lot of things that we we're really adolescent in some concepts. But like you said, when, when you get in business with somebody, is is almost as serious. It's, it's more serious than a, a marriage a lot of times because your decisions are all measured by like money, money in, money out, and the expectations. But a lot of people don't look at it as like yo, I'm, I, our lives got to match, and that's a really a key component because if you make personal decisions and don't consult your business partner, it's gonna affect the business and the way that you guys go forward. So. Um, like you, like Natasha said, you can be friends with somebody and try to be par- business partners. If the business partnership doesn't work, it doesn't mean you're not friends anymore. It just means that's that current circumstance didn't align the way it needed to align for the business to grow. And it's totally fine if we can, if our community learns how to take that idea, and understand yes. that principle, we can multiply. We, we the got success. a long way. We, we got, got a long, long way. way. You know, and every every other race have mastered the ability to um, come together, but us. It's it's sad because that's the only thing that's stunting a lot of people's growth. Oh, for sure, it's the case. It's on. it's like literally stunting a lot of people's growth because, or they might say, oh well, or sometimes people not humble enough to act for help. Pride, pride is the and, biggest And they're enemy. prideful. Listen, pride is the I will go to anybody in X for help, right? And, and like, I will go to anybody. I don't care. If I need some help, if you got the answer, I'm going to ask. For I'm sure. going to even pay for it. For sure. You understand what I'm saying? Because even with your schooling, your education, don't you pay for your degree? Yeah. You have to pay for your degree. You have to put yourself out there, too. So, yeah, like I said, that first year, we didn't make any money. We were... Um, the overhead of our our space, the bills, you know, mm-hmm. but that second year it picked up, and I I mean it picked up and took off. But that first year we were grinding. Okay. So guys, so guys listen, two businesses, same story. First year, gotta put the work in. Gotta, gotta put, put the, the work, work in. It doesn't matter. I mean, she listen, let me on. tell you. When I say hustling, yeah. okay, because we still was working as nurses. For sure. We didn't sleep. Like, I, I remember their first two years, I maybe got four hours of sleep a day. And I mean, I'm not just saying this because I would run the business, work at the business, right? Then mm-hmm. go to work because you got to still make money. Yeah. Then I'm a mom. 
So I'm a single mom. My son is very active in sports. So you can see me on the field because I'm not missing a game. Yeah. I'm not missing practice. Yeah. You would see me literally hustling on the field. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know why? Because I, I provide a service. So now I'm passing out flyers. I'm yeah. passing out pamphlets, business cards, right? I'm going door to door. Okay, I'm putting pamphlets in. I said I, I met the pizza delivery guy. Right, it's so crazy, and he came and delivered pizza to my house. And I'm like, and when he came, he left a menu. So I said, listen, every time you leave a menu, you leave a menu somewhere. Slide my joint. Slide my joint. <laughs> slide this in there. Like, listen, I give you hundred dollars every time. Listen, every time. And then I knew it worked because I would order pizza like at my girlfriend's house. Yeah, it's the same delivery people, right? Boom, what right came in, in, there? Right in there? My pamphlet. Talk you know, I mean, listen, because we service not just Philadelphia, but all the eight counties, yeah. we would literally get in our car, drive to Chester, do all of the suburban areas, do all of the good. I mean, we were walking through people projects. Yeah. You know, I mean, and that, that too, like, I'm from 23rd and Diamond. My mom was raised right around the corner mm -hmm. from our location. Mm -hmm. And so was hers. You know, I didn't live in Diamond Street Projects so long because she got out. My grandmom got out. Mm -hmm. But um, one of the reasons why we built our whole entity right here in the heart of North Philly is because this is where we're from. Exactly. So we started not only just building a business here but we created jobs created jobs right in a, in a created jobs that second year that i'm talking about we made money our payroll was 80 grand so that shows you how many jobs we provided for people okay <laughs> our payroll even right now is like i don't even want to tell y'all what don't it is now but but that second year you know and we was like wait damn we didn't even know like the dynamic of it we didn't it's know real. it because we we were in it. Economic development is real, and it's and especially when you when you put it like that. We've had a lot of clients over the years that we manage, and they'll be like, they don't they don't think about it until we say like, dude, your payroll is one hundred fifty thousand, one hundred eighty thousand. They're like, whoa, whoa, what? I'm like, yeah, you paying three people. Forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. You don't think about it like that, but that's listen here. <laughs> So that was that was 2017. Yeah. We're going into 2020, right? Yeah. Now we're going into 20, one, two, three businesses later. Yeah. Okay. So just imagine now, the payroll. Now you understand this. <laughs> now you understand. So there's a reason why we we bring everybody special. All of our clients are family, but we want to, as people, you know, get to certain parts of their business. We feel like they have keen information that you guys can can listen to. So we're going into the last segment, and so. I want to kind of wrap up what you said so they can kind of compartmentalize it and then give you the chance to talk about the last segment. So, guys, what we've talked about so far is being in an industry and then understanding the needs in that industry and filling those needs and then building your business empire around the needs that you feel because your knowledge is there, your understanding is there. So she went from retail to services and now she's multiplied the services into three different service sectors. So the last segment is how what's like how is your mission? I know you talked about a little bit being in North Philly and that's you mentioned Germantown Avenue. That's you know where we're yeah, from where right, we started at. We right. started right off of Germantown and Allegheny. Yes. So we right invest, down the street. We invest a lot into our community too at our nonprofit with stuff that we do at Common Ooh. Ground, some other stuff. So we, we we got that. So tell us a little bit more about your mission with the in the home health because you you talked to me the other day, and you you're building a, a whole ecosystem around healthcare. And I, 
as far as like a black woman, black male, black anything, I've never heard of anybody <laughs> cornering the market so, like so this. So this is the thing, right? If you guys were listening to me, like really listening to me in the yeah. beginning part, right? If you can understand our history, me and my partner both were CNAs. Mm-hmm. Me and my partner both was LPNs. Talk about it. Right? Now I'm an RN. Now. I'm getting a nurse practitioner. All, right? while, all while running the businesses. Right. Mind you, on school, I'm sorry, online classes leading up to the doctor and the nursing, right? Yeah. So if you take that, right? And I, we already started the home health care agency. Mm-hmm. What, what was next to do? What was next? Think about it. So if you're working in there and you see the need in your business, right? Mm-hmm. If you see the need in your business, right? So we employ CNAs, home health aides, and direct care workers. Direct care workers are people with no experience at all, right? right? So we train a direct care worker and they get their certificate, right? So we like, wait, we started getting consumers and not enough employees because they didn't have that background. Right. Or they didn't have the health back. I'm sorry, not the health background. They didn't have the knowledge. Right. So I said to my partner, um, it's time to open a CNA school. She like, what? <laughs> she said, and that's always her initial reaction, but she be with it, yeah. you know? So we opened up the CNA school right around the corner from the agency, right? Literally right around the corner from the agency. So one entity built on itself, but it's the same thing. So we said to Dom, okay, Dom, uh, we're starting to get a little bit big now. Yeah. And we need to pay ourselves. We need to become um, an escort yeah. because we were LLC, yeah. right? Yeah. And now, okay, now we got a little bit of money coming in. Uh, we need to make some of this money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing in business. They think, you know, you automatically going to make money. No. Yeah, you got to build the we're, foundation. We, we're already, we built that foundation. We put money, reinvested it back into our company. So that's why you didn't see, like, like you don't see, I really don't show much either. But you don't. Which see. is why, I, which is why I like, which is yeah. why I love Latasha because there's a lot of things that she does that you guys I don't, don't see. But that's the that's a part of it. I mean, coming from the culture we come from, you know, it's very easy to be like flashy. But you know, we from we from an era where we learn from guys like yeah, we from take, an era you where you take the re up uh-uh. money and you double down and you double down, and and that's the era we we're from. We eighties babies, eighties babies, baby. <laughs> we're eighties babies. So so that's where it was, and also too no, just to say that too, why we had to do that is because it was the recession. If you remember back then, that was the recession. Yeah. So you didn't have no choice but to take money that you made and made more money because right. no one was making it. For you and that's the thing like nobody was creating jobs nobody wasn't basically putting money back into the community think about it the 80s nobody was doing that nobody, you know besides bad. besides um our neighborhood heroes let right. me just say that i like how you turn that like <laughs> i'm not going it. to say the actual name but our yeah, neighborhood yeah, heroes they would come back and they would put money into the community. So we had that already instilled in us, right? right? So we did the school, and then we like, uh, hmm. So we 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 we're taking everything that we our our home healthcare um, entity lacked. So we do peds and we do um, adults. So a lot of our peds um, patients have medical issues, yeah. right? And our main thing. Um, that parents stress and complain about is um, their child being home all day. Right. You know, because they have this medical issue, 
um, and, and some of them are not serious, they need to be in daycare. Yeah. So um, that's how we uh, opened up this new medical daycare. Yeah. <laughs> so we accept non-medical kids and medical kids. Because we have that background, because we have that experience, because we have that degree, we can do so. Yeah, right? Yeah. So we can accept those insurance companies through the agency, right? Think about it. Through the agency, get that contract together through your agency and then open up your home, your medical daycare. So I'm going to stop right there because you don't give them too much game. And I want them I'm to come to you. I want them to come to you for Listen, the game offline. So, guys, please, like, listen to this episode four or five times yeah you gotta listen to it a few times because you're not gonna get it all in one message you're not gonna get all in one message all the episodes you just listen to multiple times because guys have subtle and take notes and take notes but this one in particular because she's said stuff that other people didn't necessarily talk about one thing i love about how she opened she opened with the education piece her continuing education throughout you have to have you gotta educate yourself that's like investing in yourself it's investing even even um consultations even one-on-ones listen support groups Listen, go on Eventbrite right now and whatever you want to do, whatever you want to open, it's an event Woo, for that. Too much game. <laughs> like, like people don't understand. It's an event for that. Yeah. You have to put yourself out there. Yeah. If you're only thinking about monetary benefit, you've already lost. Our game's already over because that's that's not, business doesn't build off of that. Business builds off supply and demand, but you got to be able to supply something that's valuable. And because Latasha and her partner, have invested in continuing education, they can multiply their business in different formats to cover all bases. And so we just going, we going to leave it because they got to come, they got to come to you on the one-on-one. We got, we got to leave it like that. But so how can they reach out to you? How can they come in? So through all three of those companies, Mm -hmm. um, our final two, um, of course it's not done. No, this is not done. done. (laughs) Um, after this medical daycare, like this only two weeks and we got 16 kids so far. Um, it's been two weeks. It's been a lot. We still ain't been to sleep. Just like the first business. Um, this first year, it seems like we're not going to sleep again. Um, but once this is, 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 is going, um, the personal care homes is next. We just got to build them right, right in our area. I'm not going to say too much, but compassionate caretakers, home health care agency, compassionate caretakers training and education, mm-hmm. compassionate caretakers development mental learning center, mm-hmm. compassionate caretakers per- personal care home. Mm-hmm. And then finally, finally, once it's all said and done, compassionate caretakers pharmacy. Whoa. Oh, shit. Okay. Look, I didn't want her to drop the bomb on y'all, but she to. did it anyway. I had to. She did it I anyway. Had to. <laughs> because y'all wouldn't even, y'all don't, you can't fathom the idea until you just you keep it. 100 keep with it people. A bean, keep it a but butt. so so through all of that um we we're not selfish you know we we want you to come with us you know how much money it is in healthcare yeah. you know how many people are sick like listen they just made a new diagnosis right which we all had as black people like our whole lives anxiety yeah what you can get paid for someone having anxiety, anxiety. shit i got anxiety right now all like right. we're literally at the daycare in the back of the playroom doing this interview like in the heat in the heat (laughs) and and guess what after this guess what i'm going back in the daycare to work and hustle then my son got a game at two o'clock then i'm coming back it's all a part of the grind but through all of that we opened so far one two three five home health care agencies i'm sorry home care agencies for other people 
Um, through that, we um, we did an LLC, LNC. That's Latasha and Christina. That's my partner's name, by the way, Christina. Yeah. I didn't know if you want me to say. No, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, um, Latasha and um, Christina. So it's LNC Consultant. Okay. So you guys can reach us um, by basically emailing us. Also, uh, I'll, if you want to reach out to Dom, he got our information as well. Oh, for sure. Um, but yeah, like, come on. Everybody can win. Everybody going to make it. Like, Yeah. What's a good email for them to email you? Um, LNC Consultant mm-hmm. Agency at gmail.com. And then they can follow you on Instagram. And you guys can follow me on Instagram, Bella Nurse underscore RN. I also do consultations um, one-on-one. I come out to your businesses as well. If you already have a home health care agency or home care agency yeah. and you're struggling, I come help you do your files. I help you get ready for that state audit that's coming. I mean, listen, I've been in the game long before I opened the company. Talk about it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm As a nurse, I'm 17 years in. And a lot of people think I'm young, which think she, that, she black don't crack. Man. Right, <laughs> I'm already 17 years in the nursing industry. 17, so I know I know some stuff. Know some things. <laughs> take advantage. Take advantage of the knowledge. Yeah, so we do that one on ones. Yeah, very humble. And a lot of people don't know as much as I'm sharing on on here. Yeah. But I just wanted to give it to you raw. Um, Dom is, is freaking amazing. <laughs> He's been with, no, seriously, Dom, you've been with us from like the beginning. You've been beginning. with me since the beginning yeah. of the grind, yeah. right? And the grind don't stop. Never. And that's another thing. When you open your businesses, don't forget to grind. Because even sometimes I'll be having to push myself like, yo, you're not going hard enough. With the agency, I mean, we was all over the city. So you got to keep that grind right. for all of your other businesses. Because somebody will pass you. Somebody will super secede you. Like, you gotta stay hungry. Somebody's like, I'm starving. starving. I'm starving right now. Somebody's always working. Somebody's always working. But, y'all, that's heat. It's, 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 it's crazy. You guys can reach out to Latasha. She gave you the Instagram, she gave you the email. You know how to follow us at CGM Philly. For the new listeners, our, our email is info at cgmphilly.com. Um, our website is cgmphilly.com. If you wanna get with Latasha, just shoot us an email if you didn't catch hers. And she's she's super, super humble, uh, an amazing person to talk to. And this has been CGM Lounge. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week.